Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Wait on the Lord, based on our reading of Psalm chapter 22, verses 1 to 4. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season, and am not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our Father trusted in thee, they trusted and thou didst deliver them. When we learn to have patience and wait on the Lord, we will see that he will come through for us. There are times when we cry out to God for help and we just feel that he has not heard our cries. For some strange reason, his silence is deafening. But during these periods of apparent silence, reflect for a moment on these words uttered by David in Psalm chapter 22, verses 1 to 4. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, and am not silent, but thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, and thou didst deliver them. Here David is reminding us to hold on and wait on the Lord, the same way that God delivered our fathers from destruction and the attacks of their enemy is the same way that he will deliver us today. We are just required to exercise patience and wait on the Lord. You see, my friend, some of us are just too eager to get a response from the Lord. Some of us just don't seem to realize that God may be using the troubles in our lives to create a deeper dependence on him. God may be using the difficulties that we are currently facing in our home, at school, and in our workplace to draw us closer to him. God knows when it is best to provide an answer to our request and to demonstrate to us his ability to protect us from the forces of evil. It is so interesting that even though we read about the workings of the Lord in the Bible times, we still don't seem to have that faith which is required to ensure that we understand that God may take some time to answer our petition so we don't need to become worried. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he said the following, one, spiritual desertion are the saints' sorest affliction. When their evidences are clouded, divine consolation suspended, their communion with God interrupted, and the terrors of God set in array against them, how sad are their spirits and how sapless all their comforts. Even their complaints of these burdens 
is a good sign of spiritual life and spiritual senses exercise. To cry out, my God, why am I sick? Why am I poor? Would give cause to suspect discontent and worldliness. But why hast thou forsaken me? Is the language of a heart binding up his happiness to God's favor? When we are lamenting God's withdrawing, yet still we must call him our God and continue to call upon him as ours. When we want the faith of assurance, we must live by a faith of adherence. However it be, yet God is good and he is mine. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though he do not answer me immediately, I will continue praying and waiting. Though he be silent, I will not be silent. Though God did not hear him, did not help him, yet one, he will think well of God. But thou art holy, not unjust, untrue, not unkind in any of his dispensation. Though thou dost not immediately come to the relief of thy afflicted people, yet thou lovest them, art true to the covenant with them, and dost not countenance the iniquity of their persecutors. And art thou infinitely pure and upright thyself, so thou delightest in the services of upright people, thou inhabitest the praises of Israel, Thou art pleased to manifest thy glory and grace and spiritual presence with thy people in the sanctuary where they attend thee with their praises. Number two, he will take comfort from the experiences which the saints in former ages had of the benefits of faith and prayer. Our fathers trusted in thee, cried unto thee, and thou didst deliver them. Therefore, thou wilt in due time deliver me for never any that hoped in thee were made ashamed of their hope never any that sought thee sought thee in vain and thou art still the same in thyself and the same to thy people that ever thou wast they were our fathers and thy people are beloved for the father's sake the entail of the covenant is designed for the support of the seed of the faithful. He that was our father's good or God must be ours and will therefore be ours. Our Lord Jesus, in his suffering, supported himself with this, that all the fathers who were types of him in his suffering, Noah, Joseph, David, Jonah, and others, were in due time delivered and were types of his exaltation too. Therefore he knew that he also should not be confounded. End of quote. I pray that we will ask the Holy Spirit to continue to take control of every single area of our lives so that we can learn to wait on the Lord until he provides an answer to our petition. As we learn to wait on the Lord, 
he will help us to trust that he knows what is best for us. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word today. A reminder that we can trust you. Help us, Lord, to learn how to wait, how to be patient, knowing that while we wait, you are with us, protecting and guiding us, never leaving us, nor forsaking us. Thank you, Lord, for the word that you've given us today, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, O Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.